There are things that you already have, you know, some of you may have a, a schedule that's already overwhelming. And now here you are going back to school to complete your doctorate or going back to school to, to complete your master's or whatever. And you're trying to figure out how can I make this work? You're listening to The Leader's Lab with Dr. Charity TV. Hey everybody, today's sponsorship is brought to you by my travel brand, Doctora the Explorer. There's a plethora of travel influencers all across social media, but I'm not seeing many millennial global leaders having the same kind of reach and impact. So last year, I launched my travel brand and would like to extend an invitation for you to join me in my explorative adventures. You can find more details about this on my blog at www.doctoratheexplorer.com and also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Doctora Explorer. That is at D-O-C-T-O-R-A-E-X-P-L-O-R-E-R. Journey with me as we see the world through God's eyes. Welcome to the Leaders Lab, the podcast created to help millennial multi-passionate entrepreneurs build, organize, launch, and manage their online brands and businesses without losing balance. And now, here's your host, the digital organization development consultant, cross-cultural communication specialist, and your favorite global leader, Dr. Charity C. Campbell. Hey, 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 Entre Leaders. Happy Wednesday and a welcome to the 58th episode of the Leaders Lab podcast. If you are new here, I'm your host, Dr. Charity C. Campbell, better known as Dr. C. And I am a doctor of management, a world-class millennial global leader, academic professional, and multi-passionate entre leader. And here in the Leaders Lab, we talk all things entre leadership, communication, balance as a multi, uh, multi-passionate millennial professional. But then also we talk about personal and professional development, becoming your best self. And today I am talking to you about how to unlock your academic potential, which can be a lot of work. Now, this month I'm actually doing a series on unlocking your potential all across my Dr. Charity TV brand. Um, For my Monday motivation series uh, that I'm doing on YouTube, we're talking about unlocking your potential, unlocking your minds, expanding your mind, basically discovering all that's on the inside of you so that you can bring it out and share it with the rest of the world. And as I started this series, I was like, but I don't want to, I don't want to leave out like the students. I don't want to leave out those who are in higher education who, or academia who are, you know, they're, they're currently trying to, to get that title doctor in front of their name. Um, if, if you remember the series that we did last year, you know, life after doctor, you can check out the playlist that's up here. Um, but we, we did a series last year that was called life after doctor. And, and I brought to you some different voices who, um, and, and experts in their fields who 
They've gone through the higher education process. They've gone through and, and received doctors. Some of them receive multiple doctorates. And, and they're now like they're operating in their full potential. And I know it can be hard to know where to start and even harder to keep going to get to that point, the life after doctor. So right now I'm going to be helping you actually for this month, I'm going to be helping you during the before life after doctor process. And so, um, I'm going to be showing and sharing with you many ways that you can succeed academically. And, um, I, I also am bringing back my higher education expert, uh, which is an expert in, in educational leadership, Dr. Frank Larby. I'll be bringing him back on, in the leaders lab on this month to help out with this series, because we know that it can be difficult for students of all ages, all backgrounds to find time and the motivation that you need to succeed during your academic uh, career. And so that's why we want to share some of our best tips with you. And uh, these will definitely help you get ahead in your study so you can unlock your academic potential. Now, with that said, I am going to just go straight into seven tips. You know, today we're talking about seven ways or seven tips that can help you unlock your academic potential. And the very first thing that you can do is set goals, set goals. Now, one of the best ways to start unlocking your academic potential is to set goals. And this may seem like it's an obvious point, but you would be surprised at how many students don't take time to sit down and really think about what they want to achieve. Setting goals means, okay, once I finish this program, what do I want to do? Who do I want to be? Where do I want to live? Where do I want to work? What fields do I want to be in? What happens after you complete your degree really, really, really is impacted by what you do during the process right now during your studies. And so also setting goals can, it doesn't have to be so, uh, you know, all the way till after your degree setting goals can be right now. Like how do you, what do I want to accomplish right now in my program? Um, what type of research do I want to do? What type of opportunities are, are, are out there that maybe I'm not taking full advantage of? And so that's also something that you really, truly want to consider. Make sure you set those goals. And if you don't know how to set goals, I did a few episodes last year about setting goals with, um, we brought in the ambition planner and we were talking about how to set goals. We set smart goals, right? Uh, and, and it's just, those are just basically strategic goals and it helps you to go from where you are to where you ultimately want to be. So that right there is, is the number one thing, hon. You got to set goals. Okay. You hear me? I'm sounding like, I'm sounding like an academic counselor right now, having you sitting down in my office and I'm telling you, hon, you got to set goals and make sure those goals are clear. Okay. Make sure those goals are clear. The second thing is networking and opportunities. Now networking and seeking out opportunities are two important things to do. If you want to be successful academically, did you know that by networking, you could actually build relationships with people who can help you achieve your goals. It's not just about uh, networking once you graduate. It's not just about the networking that happens, you know, for, for your career and for 
Network while you are in school. You never know the types of associations, the types of uh, future partnerships that you could build just by simply taking advantage of networking opportunities. And by doing so, you can gain experience as well and also knowledge that will help you succeed in your studies. Okay, so that's the second thing is to network, take advantage of networking opportunities. All right, now number three, working on your time management skills. Hoo-wee. This is something that I had to learn personally because I did not do that well in undergrad with time management because I was too busy. Actually, you know what? I take that back because I graduated. <laughs> bit undergrad okay so I had a lot on my plate in undergrad as most students do okay I did I had a lot on my plate and one of the things that I did see I was I was uh, I was in church you know when when you're when you're an undergrad you want you don't want to be idle you don't want to feel like you're wasting your life you want to live your best life so you try to do all the things you join all the activities you you know you join all the all the organizations and you you find um outside uh organizations to be a part of as well because you are now like essentially you are an adult so you're trying to you're trying to level up you're trying to adult right even though you still call your parents in for, for everything and ask for things right but I had a lot on my plate. So in my eyes, I think I did okay. I didn't, I don't think I mastered time management, but I do think that I was effective. It wasn't until my master's, which was several years later, my master's in my doctoral program, that I actually started mastering time management, especially in my uh, in my master's program, which I think kind of segued into uh, how I manage my time in my doctoral program. It was very, very, very important for me to not um, not fail. <laughs> Just to be honest, as I'm sure it is with you, it was very important for me to not fail. But I also had obligations and I had responsibilities and I also wanted to have a social life. So I needed to manage my time wisely to, to basically put, this is the time when I'm going to study. I made my schedule fit my lifestyle. I made my schedule fit my lifestyle. Um, that's how I started out. And then as my schedule began to change because my academics came first. Well, my academics, let, so I say my academics came first, but to be honest, the responsibilities and, and the things that I did in ministry, that did come first. Okay, that did come first. But straight after that, was um it it was my academics and I did make sure I made sure that if I managed my time effectively the two wouldn't like they wouldn't repel like you know like they 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 wouldn't be a conflict of schedule and so that was the whole thing about time management like I'm sure there are things that you have to do there are things that you already have you know some of you may have a, a schedule that's already overwhelming and now here you are going back to school to complete your doctorate or going back to school to, to complete your master's or whatever. And you're trying to figure out how can I make this work? It is all about time management. This is, you know, the, in order to be successful, you need to learn how to use your time wisely. And then not only that, but it includes setting deadlines and then planning ahead. What I would do is I would set a deadline. Like my teacher would give us a deadline 
for when we would need to have an assignment completed or a project completed, submit it. And what I would do is I would set a deadline for myself a little bit before that. So I could check to see, okay, is this good enough before I, you know, cause in, in undergrad, I would go sometimes past the deadline that the teacher gave and ask for, you know, ask for forgiveness. Um, of course you, you get that late penalty, but I decided that I wasn't going to do that, you know, and they're a little more lenient also as you get into higher education, but so you won't need to do that if you manage your time better. Okay. So that's number three, time management. The fourth thing is finding the motivation you need to succeed academically. Now it can be hard to find the motivation you need to succeed. I know, I, I know how difficult it can be <laughs> to, to be motivated, to find the motivation. And this is especially true if you're struggling with studies or feeling overwhelmed, but don't worry. There are a few things that you can do to get motivated and stay motivated. One of the best ways to, to get started, as we said, is to establish those goals for yourself. When you have those goals set, when you have something to work towards, it's easier to stay motivated. You can also find inspiration in others by reading about successful people or listening to podcasts like the Leaders Lab podcast or even, you know, watching TED Talks. And sometimes what I would do is I would find myself listening to these things in the background while I worked, just depending on the type of, you know, if it was a writing assignment, then I, you know, a writing or reading assignment, then I wouldn't listen to those in the background. If it was something different, like a creative management project or something, then I could be able to do that while I am, you know, while I'm working, while I'm doing my studies. But some, sometimes it's just knowing that I have a goal and knowing the feeling that I will have after I accomplish the goal, knowing the, 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 the mental image that I have in my mind of what things are going to look like once I finish this task and I complete this goal, once I finish this program and I graduate, I'm telling you, having those goals, um, are, it, it's, it's one of the easiest ways to make sure that you stay motivated and, and then also watching successful people. Now we may not know all of the challenges that they had to endure. We may not know all of the, the situations. Um, we may not know how they officially achieved all of their success, except for what they shared with us. But just understand that every successful person, they, they went through something. They had to endure something to get to where they are. And so that is another source of motivation, knowing that, okay, if, if he, she, whomever, you know, if they were able to reach success on this level with this thing, with this goal, and I have my, my particular goal to complete this program and to go in this field or that field. Okay. I can do this because one day I will have a success story too. So again, finding a way to stay motivated, get yourself motivated, whatever it is, make sure that you keep that in mind and say, listen, I, I need to succeed. I have got to complete this program. I got to keep going. I got to keep moving because somebody in the future is going to need to look at my success story and how I've overcome so that they can be motivated just like I'm needing motivation now. So find a way to stay motivated. Okay. That's number four. Number five is keeping yourself organized with a planner or a calendar system. So another key to time management is being organized. And this means having a place for everything and knowing where everything is. It can also mean keeping a calendar, making to-do lists. And um, one thing that I do, I actually have, you know, 
We live in the digital age, right? So I have my calendar here. I have a planner on my phone. I also have it on my iPad. And, you know, I also have my, uh, you know, the, the Google calendar and the iCalendar. I have all of those and I use them. Now I will write down by hand first the things that I need by when my deadlines and then I'll go and I'll put them, I'll type them all in so everything is synced. So when there is a deadline, <laughs> when there's a deadline, you know how when you're all your devices are synced and somebody calls you on one device and it rings everywhere else. It's the same thing for when you use like, a, a, you know, an electronic calendar, a digital calendar. My, my Apple watch, I could be nowhere near any of my other devices, but my Apple watch will go off and tell me it's time for this based on what I set, right? It'll tell me, Hey, it's time to, to do this task. It's time to get this done. It helps me to keep track of all of my assignments, you know, my deadlines, any other important dates. And it's not just going off on my watch. It's on my phones. It's on my iPad. It's on my, my computers. And I'm just like, okay, I get, I get it. <laughs> like I get it. I have something to do. I have something to complete. So again, there are many different types of planners and calendars um, available. So find the one that works best for you. If electronic calendars work great for you, use them by all means. You carry them with you, right? If you feel like, well, I'm a little old fashioned, so I still use paper and pencil, honey. There is nothing wrong with them because I use both. Okay, I'm, an I'm a hybrid. I use both. And also, if you um, if you want to take a look at some planners, especially my ladies, we still have our a partnership with the Ambition Planner. Visit the information that I have written for you in the show notes in the description box below for more details on how you can get your own planner for 10% off. Okay. All right. So let's keep going. We have two more tips left. And if you are getting some value out of this video, please go ahead and hit that like button for me. And if you haven't subscribed already to the Leaders Lab podcast or to Dr. Charity TV, hit that subscribe button so we can continue to reach millennial global leaders all around the world. So let's get to tip number six, getting support. Woo. Getting support from your peers, family, and friends. One way to get this type of support that you need to succeed academically is to join a, uh, or, or start a study group. Now you can join a study group, one that's already, uh, been around, you know, one that's already been organized, or you can organize one yourself. If you find that there's none that, that meet your criteria or that really kind of have the vibes that you're looking for start one yourself. I did actually join a study group. I joined a couple of study groups, um, in undergrad and, um, that they were interesting. They were interesting. Like, you know, we came, we, we would study together. We would talk about things. We would have snacks. You know, I, you know, I remember the snacks, <laughs> you know, I remember the snacks, but it was just, it was a really good way to feel supported. Here I am a student with other students in the same program. We're in the same class. We, you know, we have the same problems, same challenge, same issues. We're, we all have the same goal as well to graduate and to finish. And it's just like, wow, I feel like I have that support. I don't feel like I'm alone. And this can be a great way to help you with your studies and to make new friends, lasting connections. Another thing you can do is to talk to your family and friends about your goals and then ask for their support. Um, and 
I know some of you may say, well, my family, you know, they don't understand. Some of you may be first generation graduates, right? You may be first generation graduates and you might feel like you just can't talk to your family. They're not going to understand because they haven't been through this process before. I would say, don't assume, don't assume, have a genuine conversation, have a genuine conversation with your family and your relatives and see who are the people who will support you the most. Because in order to succeed, you're going to need that support. You are going to need that support. Okay. And finally, don't be afraid to ask from, uh, ask for help from your peers or from teachers. If you really need it, you know, tutors are available at most universities and they can be a great help when you're struggling with the subject or you're struggling with a concept. Um, don't forget. You also have your advisors and counselors as well well. Okay. Now, before I give you the very last tip, tip number seven, I want to know, let me hear from you in the comment section below. What has been your greatest challenge in succeeding academically? Okay. What has been your greatest challenge? What has been the thing that you feel like you, it's just been holding you back from succeeding academically? Let me know in the comment section. If you're listening to this, uh, audio version of the podcast, I still would love to hear from you. You can send us an email at the leaders lab at drcharitytv.com. All right. If you are ready for tip number seven, let's move right into it. Whew, I love this one because I didn't learn this. I didn't actually learn this until my master's program, maybe halfway through my master's program, because I was always really, really, really hard on myself. You know, I had that perfectionist spirit <laughs> trying to be a perfectionist and I didn't learn this until much much later on because I was so super 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 hard on myself y'all but it is learning to celebrate your wins and learning from your failures instead of harping so much on your failures and never ever celebrating the wins that you get one of the best ways to stay motivated and and to achieve your success is to celebrate your wins and learn from your failures. When you succeed, take time to celebrate the victory. Please don't do like I did all throughout. Like, I mean, it's just like, oh, this is great, but I really, my, you know, what I really want to accomplish is blah. Don't do that. Don't, because then you, you diminish the value of the win. Take time to celebrate your victory. And then when you fail, don't be afraid to learn from your mistakes and don't harp on them. Don't stay stuck in the failure. You know, you did, okay, so you didn't do as well as you wanted to do on the project. So your dissertation was rejected. They told you, you know, to take it back. They didn't, at least they didn't tell you, oh, this isn't a good title. This isn't a good research uh, topic. So you're going to have to change everything. They might've just asked you to make a few changes. Don't harp on the failure, the perceived failure. Don't stay stuck there because you're not going to be motivated to continue on. You're going to be like, you know what? What's the point? I don't know how many times in my programs I stopped and asked myself, what's the point? <laughs> I had stopped so many times. It was like, what is the point? Why am I even doing this? This is so frustrating to me. Like, what is the point? And I understand. I know you may have been there too. Some of you may be there right now. What's the point? Let me ask, uh, answer that for you. When you say, what's the point? Why am I doing this? You're doing this for your future. You're not doing this for your now. Okay. You're not doing this for your now. When you feel like you are failing, you have to find a way to get motivated. Going back to, I think number four, number three, number four, find a way to get motivated. 
pick yourself up out of that rut, okay? And then get moving again. You have to celebrate your victories when you have them. When you experience those failures, let them go. Feel all the emotions that come with it, but don't stay there. Let them go because this will help you improve and achieve even more in the future. And that's, that's what we're here for. We're here going through this whole process. Okay. That's what you're doing right now. You're here going through this whole process so that in the future, you can be an expert in your field. In the future, you can serve your community. In the future, you can help someone else find hope in a way that, you know, especially in your field, you're here to help someone find hope, to find knowledge, to find expertise, to find a, a role model to follow after. That's the point. That's the point. Okay. But you can't do it if you don't succeed academically. You can't do it if you don't finish what you started. Right. So there you have it. Seven tips to unlock your academic potential. I hope that you found this episode really helpful. Remember success, uh, uh, <laughs> remember success takes hard work and dedication, but it is definitely achievable with the right tools and strategies and with the right mindset. You have to make sure that you focus on the right things. Uh, I used to have a, a, a pastor who said all the time, keep the main thing, the main thing. Focus on the right thing so that you can cross that finish line. I wish you all the best in your academic pursuits. And I want to thank you for listening to the Leaders Lab podcast. I cannot express my gratitude enough. It humbles me to know that you tune in every week to learn from me and my special guests. And I hope that you found our content valuable and that it's helped you in your journey to becoming a better leader. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the Leaders Lab podcast, download today's episode, rate, comment, and share so we can continue reaching millennial entre leaders all across the globe. And I also invite you to connect with me everywhere on social media with the handle at Dr. Charity TV. And on Facebook, it is at Dr. Charity TV page. And if you have any questions or you would like to be a guest in the Leaders Lab, then please email me at the Leaders Lab at Dr. Charity TV. Someone will respond in a timely manner. So thanks for tuning in to the 58th episode of the Leaders Lab podcast. And I'll catch you guys next week in the lab. Thank you for listening to the Leaders Lab podcast. Visit our website at www.drcharitytv.com and follow us on all social media platforms with at Dr. Charity TV.